back to the uh, North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline and bring in host of the ship with Darren Smith on Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City ESPN and uh, KLKC 1540 Fox Sports Radio uh, and K- Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, top reporter, Royals top reporter, KU basketball and Sporting KC, he got more jobs than I do. Darren Smith is in the building. Darren, I didn't know. I didn't know you was that plugged in. I didn't know you had 97 jobs, my brother. Well, you know, you know back where we come from growing up, man, we had to, we had to work as many jobs as it took to uh, take care of the household. So, you know, it is what it is. But trust me, it's, it's uh, no other job I would love to do than being in the sports field, so I love it very much. And and, and it's not very many that can say they're better at what they do than you, my good man. Uh, let's talk about it a little bit. Obviously, we I, we spoke to it before um, about the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, just from outside uh, looking in, uh, what are your thoughts on the 11-game suspension and moving forward with, for Deshaun Watson? Look, I'm someone who uh, used to be in the political field, so I know all about compromising. Compromising, of course, when – uh, nobody gets everything that they want, but they settle and, and leave in the middle. And that's what this 11-game suspension was at the end of the day. You know, the, the NFL, if if Roger Goodell truly won this pound of flesh and he wouldn't have passed it off to the uh, former state attorney general, he would have took it upon himself to make the decision as he would have had to, I mean, as he had the right to via the collective bargaining agreement and then, you know, let the chips fall where they may if the league and the players association would have taken it to the federal court system. So, that being the case, I'm fine with it. Look, I, I, I've been on record based off of precedence and based off of what the the uh, league has not done when it, when it comes to the owners jeopardizing and putting themselves in a position where they could uh, uh, solely the shield that Deshaun Watson shouldn't have gotten any games based off of Robert Kraft and Daniel Snyder and Jerry Jones. But if you're going to suspend them, um, you know, I, I'm, I was fine with the six games. I would have been fine with two or four. Uh, based off of what, again, Ben Roethlisberger being accused, and uh, um, I believe he might have been charged at one time uh, with with one or two counts of rape, but he got six games, and Goodell, for for whatever reason, um, you know, appealed it down to four. So, mind you, now you know what Deshaun Watson did wasn't criminal because two, you know, grand juries did not indict him, though it, it probably is frowned upon, and you know, the man has a you know has a side that uh, you know, it's kind of freaky. So it is what it is. But being that being that said, it still wasn't illegal, and so you know for him to get more games than than Roethlisberger to get a five million dollar fine, not really cool with the fine as well. But you know it is what it is. So I think the league as well as Watson wanted to move on, and this was the best uh, best chance for them to move on. Uh, moving to to onto the field, one of the things that in, in this year we talked about a lot. You know, it, it was no better person to get on uh, to talk about the AFC. Uh, West is the fact that, you know, this is one of the best leagues in football. I think one of the most improved leagues. Uh, when you guys look at uh, Denver and bringing in Russell Wilson and Devontae Adams going out there to work with Derek Carr, and, and a lot of people uh, aren't believers in Derek Carr, but uh, you go back and look at his numbers, all he does is throw for 4,000 yards consistently. Yep. Uh, obviously, you got uh, Patrick Mahomes. You covered one of, you know, one of the best quarterbacks to ever put a helmet on, throwing the football out there. And then, of course, Justin Herbert, the new phenom um, out in L.A. Um, this this division, top to bottom, is is stacked. Do you you know what are your thoughts on on the AFC West being the most dominant or, or one of the most exciting uh, you know divisions to watch coming up this year? 
but I, I'll be the first to say, you know, if Deshaun Watson could have played all all seventeen games, I, I would give the AFC North a running along with the AFC West as, as, a, as a top division. But be that as a man, I got the AFC West. It's going to be tough, you know. Look, you had you had uh, the Raiders make the playoffs last year. Of course, the Chargers could have made it had they decided to go for the tie at the end of the game, and then you would have had three teams in the playoffs. Um, I think obviously it's a make or break year for Justin Herbert. You know, they, I mean, they got this kid top five, top six in the league, and he's yet to make a playoff. So, you know, so for him, uh, this is going to be a make or break year for, for for the Chargers. Obviously, the Denver Broncos are much improved just by the addition of Russell Wilson. And the Raiders being a playoff team, and of course you get better by adding. The, I can't see a team that made the playoffs get worse by adding the best wide receiver in all of football. So, um, so it, it is going to be a tough ride for the Kansas City Chiefs. I do think they're up for the challenge, and I will say because they still have the best quarterback in the division as well as the conference, the best tight end in all of football, and one of the best head coaches. I still got Kansas City coming out of AFC West for the seventh straight year. You 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 already know where I was going. You know one of the things we have <laughs> we look at Tyreek Hill. A lot of people's yep. trying to put dirt on the grave of the Kansas City Chiefs. They saying, hey, you know what? They ain't got that guy to spread, take the top off. He he got crazy freaky speed, and and that opened yeah. up a lot of things for you. What do you say about uh, you know the the uh, subtraction of, of Tyreek Hill? Um, and will the Kansas City Chiefs be the same offense? Well, here's the thing. It, it, it's actually an addition by subtraction because, the you know, as great as Tyreek Hill was, um, you know, the, the the game that the Chiefs first played in Tampa Bay, where he he went off for 200 plus yards and like two or three touchdowns in that in that first quarter against Tampa Bay, that kind of you know that kind of rubbed the Tampa Bay Bucks the, the wrong way in the Super Bowl. Hey, they got Kansas City back. They hit him with the two high shell, and Kansas City didn't know what to do. Of course, they were also. Um, uh, injured on the offensive line, the Chiefs were, but they never really put anything in place to combat that last year, last season. And so, what happened? Teams were, were going up against Kansas City, playing that same, playing the same type of defense, and Kansas City waited to you know late in the season to kind of really adjust that. I think that by them trading Tyreek Hill, they got a lot of uh, they got a lot of draft picks, and and they utilize those draft picks very well uh, throughout this organization. So you bring him in, or you you take you ship him out. But you bring MVS in from from, uh, from Green Bay. You bring in Juju, and what it does is that you now have speeds and you now have big receivers that can run underneath and that can stretch the field along with stretching the chain. So you give your offense more more weapons and more opportunities and more options for Patrick Mahomes. Along when you add in a Travis Kelsey, and then you add in those running backs such as a Rojo, such as uh, uh, Derek McKinney coming back. You draft the Isaiah Pacheco, who is literally trust me, I've seen the man in the locker room. The man of the second coming of Kareem Hunt. This is going to be an explosive offense, and actually, it's a, it's an offense that defensively is going to be hard to scheme about because if you try to double Kelsey, somebody's going to be open. You try to open, you try to double somebody else, hey, we'll just hit you from somebody in the backfield. So the Chiefs have many options that they did not have if Tyreek had stayed in Kansas City. Talking to uh, Darren Smith on, uh, on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline uh, about the Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC North. Um, moving around, and, and Kansas City started off kind of a little, a little bit slow last year. Um, Three and four, yeah, and, and they were able to they were able to pull it together. Um, what do you what do you kind of uh, attribute that to? Is that just the coaching? Is that the quarterback? Is it you know just they have a system there? Uh, and, and your thoughts on on how they consistently re, I guess reinvent themselves. 
you, look, uh, Garrett, you hit around the head. It, it was a collection of the coaching as well as the players. You know, the, the players knew that uh, you know that they were that things weren't going well. And I don't want to say they called a players meeting, but they you know they took it upon themselves. So I, I think what happened was that Tennessee Titans lost where, where they lost twenty seven to three. Kind of you know kind of just put everything out front like yeah we got to get our stuff together. And so a lot of stuff kind of like uh, what Floyd Mayweather says you know a lot of things you know what's understood doesn't have to be said. And so they knew that, and so they just kind of grinded out within themselves. And, uh, you know, and, and they looked at the stretch of the calendar at that time. Obviously, I think they had the New York Jets coming in along with the Dallas Cowboys. They knew that they had to get things turned around, and I think uh, the Green Bay Packers as well. So they knew that they couldn't fall. They were already three and four, and they couldn't fall behind any further. So, you know, I mean, the, the coaches and everybody hunkered down and just, you know, went on an eight-game winning streak before winning the division and, and ended up hosting the ASU Championship game. Uh, uh, one last question here before we get you out here. We, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, we'll definitely have to get you on the, uh, throughout the season as well to continue to talk about, you know, not just the okay. Chiefs, but all around the, the league. Um, I've always said this. You know, one of the things that, that um, I'm, I bring up is is the fact that Eric B. Enemy does not get the chance um, to, to interview for some of these coaching jobs, and, and I, I don't understand why he's not uh, a guy – that is is mentioned more often as a, as a person that's going to be a shoe in or slam dunk for a head coaching job. A lot of people mention that he doesn't interview well, which to me is crazy. Um, what are your thoughts as to why uh, Eric being me is not getting uh, you know kind of his his, his credit and, and and what do you think about his contribution to what the Kansas City Chiefs offense is? Well, wow, that's a loaded question, and I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm a huge enemy fan, and I'm—I won't say I'm one of his biggest cheerleaders, but I—but I always make sure that I ask some questions that he can go in depth on, so people can see. You know, I, I think the the fact that they say he doesn't interview well is an excuse. One, he's had a, a, a multitude of interviews. I would say it's more so the owners already have someone in mind, and they're and they're trying to check the box when it comes to the Rooney Rule. Look, in the locker room, the players love him. If they didn't, trust me, if if, if Patrick Mahomes had an issue with Eric bien the team's invested half a billion dollars in him, Eric bien would not be here in Kansas City. Um, he is he is someone that, that uh, you know, that, that should be able to uh, get a job. And, and trust me, I tell you, the players will, will, will run through the wall for this man. So any any owner that uh, that has worked their, worked their salt, if they if they give this man the keys to the, to the organization, he will not let him down. Hey, Darren, so thank you so much for coming on, spending some time with me. Uh, you know, uh, Anytime, you know that great insight as always. Uh, and by the way, I will say, man, hey, you, one of the one of the most best dressed brothers in the game. I see you. You not not only. Are you bringing the suit game? But see, it take it takes some kind of uh, class and swag to pull off the colors you do. And my brother, you do it well. Oh well, let, let me tell you this now. What I got laid out today, and this is just preseason. <laughs> so I'm bringing out something brand new today. I'm gonna send you a picture once I get to Arrowhead later on. But trust me, bro. You know, like I said, me and Patrick decided that that we're gonna have a little dress off this year. So now he is going to win because he is QB one. He's gonna have the fall and all the other stuff, but. Patrick respects the game, so that hey, that that's what matters to me. Hey, I tell you what, hey, Lee, you know you got some style when you going up against the five hundred million dollar man with the suit <laughs> game. Uh, that's that's a tough that's a tough ask. And you you up to the challenge, man. I appreciate you, man. Anytime, man. You know that. All right, man. Darren Smith, man, uh, out in Kansas City, uh, one of the best to do it, man. 
Uh, you know, I always enjoy talking to him. This guy, he's he texts me, we go back and forth, man. Uh, just a pleasure. Two one six five seven eight double O ninety two.